It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. We, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment. 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 Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to a special mini year-end episode of the Miked Up Podcast. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden. And on this episode, I'm coming with an update. This past summer, we all witnessed a rash of incidents where uh, white citizens, white men and women, uh, weaponized 911 and used it to police black bodies in public spaces. Uh, They used it to um, regulate or to just uh, to evict black people from spaces that they were entitled to be in, Um, be it a dormitory on an Ivy League campus, a community pool or two or three or four community pools, a front stoop, you name it. The list went on and on. In South Carolina, yeah, we, we were no exception to that list. We, we were on that list as well, and in a couple of ways. To CBS This Morning Saturday, we begin this half hour with another incident of a minority being targeted while performing everyday activities. A South Carolina woman is facing assault and battery charges after being accused of hitting a black teenager at a community pool. How's that feel? Get out! A camera caught Stephanie Sebi Strimple last month as she appeared to verbally and physically assault 15-year-old Darshan Rockamore Simmons, also known as DJ. We spoke exclusively with DJ and his parents who believe he was targeted because of his skin color. She called me the N-word and she called me a punk. 15-year-old DJ says he was invited to the pool by a friend when Stephanie Sebi Strimple approached him. 911, okay? Get out. He says she physically and verbally assaulted him and forced him to leave. This lady walked up to us and was like, y'all have to leave. And you said? We said, yes, ma'am. When I started walking out, she just started hitting me. What were you thinking when this woman is assaulting you? It was shocking. The next day, DJ showed the video to his parents, who believed the attack was racially motivated. As a mother. When you saw that, what was your reaction? It hurts. You know, I, I could never imagine putting my hands on somebody else's child. Sebi Strimple was arrested and charged with third-degree assault and battery. She was also fired from her job. Who took the camera out and started recording this? I did. Why? Because I, I knew it could end up in, a, like, the other side, like, flipped around. You knew that she would possibly be believed over you? Yes. What did you learn? What I learned from it, I learned how to handle it again if I have to deal with it. What did you learn about yourself? I have a lot of discipline and self-control. Yeah, just think of this. This happened the day after he turns 15, the day after he wins a championship for basketball at the YMCA. The day after his great-grandmother dies, his grandmother goes into the hospital. He waited a day to tell his parents this happened because he was so concerned about their mental state. And on top of that, this is a kid who 
is on the basketball team, the football team, is a yeah. distinguished gentleman's club member and is and, but the so truth is, involved. Michelle, none, none, of that that, none of that matters. It doesn't. He's just a kid, and, and somebody should have helped him. And, and no matter how many times we see that video, it is just as disturbing every time. I don't and I remember being moved by the, um, the footage that DJ was able to capture on his cell phone. Being moved by the fact that, A, um, an adult was putting her hands on a child uh, with, uh, without any reservation, without any hesitation. Um, and also, I was struck by the fact that all of the adults nearby, none, none of which jumped in to help young DJ, at least subdue the woman and let him escape to safety. And, you know, when we take that incident and we couple it with what we've seen with the policing of black bodies here in Charleston, specifically around the Palmetto Rose incident where we saw a civilian assault a young boy, hold him in custody until police arrived. It, it really got me thinking about how precious our black bodies are and how precious um, our lives are here in Charleston and how they're under siege in so many different ways, if not by physical threat, by a number of other uh, very real threats. But I, I want to update you folks on this on the pool incident. Uh, over the weekend, uh, I was reached by the aunt of DJ on Facebook. She wanted to let me know that there was a court date coming up uh, on Monday, which is today, the day of this recording. And so she said, hey, if you can cover it, cover it. Of, of course, I've had some meetings today and I was unable to make it to Dorchester County. But I did reach out and said, hey, you know, um, if there's any information you can share. Please reach out. And I was able to speak with DJ's mother. And honestly, this was the second time I spoke with, D uh, with DJ's mother. I met Deanna Rockamore um, at a rally here in Charleston at the Customs House led by Lewis Smith, a rally for, advocating for, the young boys who are selling Palmetto Roses. Just in the last 30 days, we had two businesses show that they were racist toward black folks. It started with the King Street public house owner, Jimmy LaTulipat, calling black people niggers. And we had the young incident with the gentleman at the Somerville pool. Get out, now. There's three numbers I could dial, 911. Little punks, get out. We also had the Deco nightclub saying that they would not let black patrons in without a membership card. Enough is enough. Stop telling us you don't want us. You want our culture, but you don't want us selling it. Um, I met and I was I met her and, and I was blown away. This woman had so many amazing points and amazing ideas and thoughts about our current day uh, criminal justice system and how it pertains to black families, black girls and boys. And I just saw a light emanating from her. <laughs> I'm always a little emotional, a little a little more excited when I hear people really uh, you know, dig in politically and, and express themselves so well. And, and she was no exception. And so I met Deanna at the rally and we had, I think one other, one or two other text exchanges and phone calls. But today I got to speak with her again because the court date happened and she gave me an update. She let me know that Stephanie Strimple um, pled guilty. And so her sentence was a $1,000 fine and time served. Now, 
If you remember the details of the case, Stephanie, again, she slapped DJ Deanna's son repeatedly in the face. And upon being arrested, she actually uh, assaulted one of the officers, I believe, the arresting officer. Um, I, I believe she was very, very violent and broke skin as, as it was reported. And I'll make sure to link any articles that outline how violent her arrest was. I'll link that in the, the episode um, description. Um, but yeah, so Stephanie wasn't arrested without protest. Uh, so we've seen this woman be violent on film. And then we, we, we see the police re- report how violent she was upon being arrested for her crime. And to hear that, you know, she pled guilty and that she got just a thousand dollar fine and time served. I, I wasn't crestfallen because I didn't expect much. Just like Deanna mentioned, we don't, we really don't expect much from the criminal justice system. But I was a little bit like, huh, okay, that's how, that's how it works. And I didn't even know that you don't have to show up for your own sentencing after pleading guilty. But she didn't. She sent her husband in her stead. So uh, just taking in account uh, what transpired this summer, what we've seen happen to our girls and boys, the adultification of young black bodies, first in the school system, and which inevitably prepares them for actually the criminal justice system you know it really got me thinking and Deanna uh, after our conversation which lasted about 15 minutes or so I believe she mentioned her desire to get into the classroom she mentioned her desire to to really make an impact in our school systems because she's seen how teachers and instructors have in, have engaged her son and we have to really pay attention to the correlation between how whiteness confronts black bodies even as babies (laughs) even as young students in middle school and high school we have to be cognizant of the fact that there's a a weird dynamic especially here in South Carolina with our schools being quote-unquote minimally adequate underperforming and uh, just just subpar to say the least we know we have smart babies in class we know we have smart kids um, enroll. We know we have brilliant minds, but they they aren't allowed to thrive because their bodies and, and their minds aren't cherished by everyone. They aren't protected. They aren't uh, looked after like their white peers. And I don't know. I, I, these are just my thoughts. And I'm going to include, um, again, some information about DJ and this assault. Um But I also invite you all to just join me in trying to create some solutions, some answers. You know, I was fortunate enough this year and last to uh, to spend some time in the classroom and in area schools and really engage with educators and students. And I see the, the hunger for education. I see the hunger to be validated. Uh, for what they think, for what, for the ideas they come up with. Um, and I also see a huge opportunity for us to supplement what these schools do not give our kids. I think at the end of the day, we need to continue to vote. And when it comes to school board, we need to continue to advocate, show up to board meetings, city hall, city council, excuse me, city council meetings. We need to show up politically, but it's also important for us to show up in these schools in any way we can and after speaking with Deanna and as she she continued to tell me how involved she is at her son's school and 
how she just doesn't take no for an answer and she's she's resilient and she's relentless to protect her son she made that she made that point clear several times over when I heard a mother articulate that so fervently and me not having children it just it still made me feel as if I needed to help mothers like Deanna I needed to help fathers like Deanna you know um fathers who care as much as Deanna does and parents in general guardians and custodians uh of these children's just just period we need to help so I invite you all to if, if you have any ideas you know just just hit, hit me up via email all of that information will be in the show notes but also look out for a couple of initiatives being led by um, myself um, I'm linking up with an area uh, leader in STEM and hopefully we'll be successful in orchestrating or, or coordinating or she is she's spearheading this I'm just someone who's being brought on to help um, it's going to be a camp um, to help promote STEM education um, in black communities to help teach black kids how to code help, perhaps even help these black boys take their palmetto rose and, and their industrial spirit you know take those roses and that spirit and bring it onto a digital platform being run by black folk you know, help being instructed by black folk. So um, that's just one solution to the problem. You know, engaging these black boys and girls, uh, engaging them academically and and trying to stimulate their minds and help them, arm them with tools where they can thrive and and resist. Um, But I, I really do, I hope you all, whoever's listening to this episode, I hope you just reach out and let me know what you think the solutions are. I'd love to just communicate that across social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, and of course on Instagram. I'd love to just hear your thoughts. So um, thanks for listening. As we wrap up 2018, please look out for a number of great events and activities coming your way. Uh, the Charleston Activist Network platform is growing, and I look forward to having you all join me during this growth It's going to be a fun ride, but um, until next year, I think, I don't think I'll hop on again. I don't know. I'll never say never, but um, this may be the last mini episode or last episode of 2018, but I'll see you on the other side. See you in 2019. Take care.